the most practical application of feng shui from my experience growing up is you laugh about it, but the lipstick on the mirror in the bathroom in the morning of like, you got this, right? The positive messaging of like, you're a good person and, and like the concept of a mantra, you wake up and you have this thing that you repeat to yourself and you start the day and the day is amazing. And, you know, and I never really thought that there was anything weird about any of that because I understand the story we tell ourselves is how we're going to experience the day. Right. So if I'm willing to embrace that idea, why would I not be willing to embrace these ideas of like the way you've positioned the room can actually have an effect on your mindset? Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. I'm Lassa Logan, Pilates instructor and fitness business coach. I've trained thousands of people around the world, and the number one thing I see stopping people from achieving anything is self-doubt. My friends, action brings clarity, and it's the antidote to fear. Each week, my guests will bring bold, executable, intrinsic, and targeted steps that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Be It Till You See interview recap, where my co-host in life, Brad, and I are going to dig into the cosmic convo I had with Kate Wind on our last episode. If you haven't listened to that interview, feel free to pause this now, go back, and then listen to that one, and then come back and join us. Okay, um, I really loved this interview. I just have to say this before we get into anything else, because I was like, I really want to have her on, but I don't want her, I don't want it to be like too woo and people like freak out, but like I really felt like it, it made a lot of sense if you haven't listen to it you should like listen to it because it, it's a it's a precursor it's definitely like a a pre 101 you know and yeah it makes me feel like i understand a few things i started listening to her podcast with her mom and um yeah i feel like i actually know some of the words and i'm still learning things it sounds it's all very interesting it's all very fun so anyways uh brad just got back from philly and he was visiting his grandfather and family for the holidays i don't even know the last time we got to spend thanksgiving with them babe but you got to spend thanksgiving yeah, before we go on there, I had a comment about um, the the conversation as well. I've never been a big fan of astronomy. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> astronomy but is I'm... the study of the stars. Astrology has always been weird. I always thought it was like, I don't know, just kind of that uh, thing that you read in the newspaper that tells you that the world's coming to an end um, every single week. And um, um, I don't know anything about feng shui either. Uh, and this was a really enlightening conversation for me because I, I learned, um, some of the concepts behind, uh, what astrology, you know, is and why there are charts and all this stuff. And I thought it was interesting to hear the, the idea that it's like, uh, I mean, she's got a psychology degree, right? It's, uh, um, this isn't like she just like read a couple books and became like a fairy who reads a crystal ball. Uh, cause in my head, that's what all the movies are with this kind of thing. And the conversation wasn't like that at all. It was, it was really grounded. I thought so. I really enjoyed that. Good. Anyway, my trip back home was really good. My grandfather is getting uh, old and I really wanted to spend some time with him when it was possible to do that. So taking two weeks out of our crazy life was really important to me. Yeah. And you know, um, 
we don't really do a lot for Thanksgiving around here anyway. So I think it was really good <laughs> that you got to spend Thanksgiving. Yeah. I'm going to be, I'm going to be really honest, like, cause Claire came to visit me and that was so exciting. Um, but I like nothing brought me more joy than going, I don't have to cook anything like, <laughs> except for bacon. I'm not even doing, I didn't even do that. I'm like, <laughs> I ordered in, I was like, I got to be by myself and tell my family. Like, I mean, like, ah, oh, it was glorious. I love it. I am also on my way to Dallas for, oh, yeah. it's coming, becoming an annual event. Yeah. Um, Erica Quest three? and I are doing a well weekend. Well, it's our second well weekend, but it's oh, definitely. You've been year down three. there three times, but yeah. this is the second. Yeah. Uh, this is December the, with Erica Quest. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's going to be a lot of fun. I really enjoy the working with her and you can do things like that. If you don't know who Erica Quest is, you can listen to her episode. It's probably in the teens. And when we come back, we quickly get ourselves situated, close the house up for the winter and hit the road yeah. where it's our first stop being in Dallas. <laughs> well, one of the, the first class we're going to do. So I'll be back in Dallas teaching some um, workouts um, and then Houston. And then we're going to spend the night in Memphis and then a day in Nashville, some time in Atlanta with our friend Joel. We'll actually be in Nashville with our friend Lauren Zoller. You've heard her episode. Yes. Um, it's going to be a great time. It's going to be so much fun. It's going to be an like, incredible tour. Yeah. Um, and then Greensboro. The, yeah. We're going to be um, doing multiple classes in a few cities. But uh, I think we have Dallas, Houston, Nashville, just outside of Atlanta, Greensboro, North Carolina. Uh, Cleveland. Cleveland, Ohio. And then St. Louis. Yeah. Yeah. So, so fun. So seven stops. Seven stops. Yeah. Yeah. And so anyways, if you are wanting to join, if any of those cities sound like something fun and you want to work out uh, with me, onlineplaysclasses.com slash tour is our third official tour. Yeah. Um, and if you're in the Philly area and you want to hang, we're going to like get together for coffee, um, you know, in the Philadelphia, just north of Philadelphia. So. Yeah. And that if it's at nighttime, that coffee might be a drink. And um, and it then might, in, it might be a hot toddy. And then Denver, yes, loves. Of course, we're gonna hang out and have yeah, lunch. Yeah, Denver, with you guys. we're gonna have lunch on our drive through. Mm -hmm. We have a wedding to be at. Yeah. On uh, December thirty first, so this tour is a hot, like hit it hard before the holiday. Yeah. Couple days with family, get our butts back home. home. Yeah. So super. I'm just so excited that people love this tour so much that we keep doing it because it really is fun. And I just saw the art for the tour. And I can't wait to see what the merch is because you, we all need a tour shirt. Yeah, you we do. all do. Yeah, so, you do. Um, now, anyway, onlinepilatesclasses.com slash tour. Yes. Okay, so instead of a question this week, we have a bold moment, right, Brad? Yeah, we totally do. It's exciting. We love hearing from y'all. Mm -hmm. um, so if you ever have any bold moments, um, you know, we are very excited to share uh, with your permission, of course. So yeah, I got permission from Allison. Uh, she's an agency member of ours and she wrote lots of stuff on my mind this week. But that's a channel we have an agency, by the way, it's called On My Mind. First, LL's podcast episode on fall routines and mindset helped me realize that for as long as I can remember, I have not wanted to do anything from roughly October to December. And yet also for pretty much my whole life, I have resisted that because I believed I should push on no matter what. And this October has been no exception. So as I look ahead to November and my business goals, I'm considering what kind of actions will cultivate a sense of nurturing rather than effort. Also, I started reading the source recommended in that podcast episode. And the first journal exercise helped me realize how disconnected I feel from pretty much everybody since moving. Even though I am still in touch with wonderful people from Austin and I love my partner's family, I still feel alone. 
this is definitely something to journal more about. So I loved this moment because it's all inspired from the pod. Yeah. And um, and that's the whole point of this whole podcast is to help people help you listening, understand yourself more and yeah. figure out how you can be it till you see it. And like, you cannot be it till you see it if you're pushing through when your body is saying, slow the fuck down. So, <laughs> so, um, and I have, I have been watching what Allison's been doing and all of her goals have been things to help set her up for a Q1 where she can go off and hit the ground running. So she's not doing nothing, but she's not pushing. She's actually like, it's, it feels a little bit more like pulling, like, what is, what do I need to do over here? So thank you, Allison, for letting us share this and also for sharing it with us because it, um, y'all, um, podcast, this is so much fun. I love doing it. I love the interviews I get to do. It's like a really fun thing, but hearing how it affects you makes it like, is like the why behind doing it. Like it's the fuel for it all. So thank you for uh, sharing this. And if you want to share yours, you can DM us at the be a pod on Instagram. Um, you can send it into the team, um, any place that you want to do that. It will help us share it with other people. Yeah. We want to celebrate your bold moment. Yes. So awesome. loves it's here opc summer camp you know that thing we started last year well we're doing it again this year and we're making it bigger and better than ever because we have teachers from all over the world which means all day long you can nerd out with me at camp zoom from the comfort of your own home in your favorite pilates workout outfit without having to get bugs or dirt or weird camp food that's like some weird slot no you can have the amazing food in your own home you can be whatever clothes you want to be in and you can join us all day long for whatever workouts and workshops you sign up for in fact you can even do a whole day pass and save the most money in fact, up to 56% off if you buy the day pass. So go to opc.me slash events to see the full schedule and lineup of events. If you only have access to a mat, we've got plenty of stuff for you. We've got Reformer. We've got some happy hip Reformer with you. We've got so many amazing things. You can go to opc.me slash events to see the whole schedule, all 14 teachers, and all the goodness that's going to happen at Camp Zoom. And I'm your camp director. Woo! Okay, now let's talk about Kate Wind. Uh, as a second-generation astrologer, tarot reader, and feng shui consultant, uh, Kate has been raised around the language of the stars, but it wasn't until after pursued her degree in psychology that she got fed up with a corporate life and doing decade in the corporate life that she started to recognize the cycles of astrology in her own life and circled back around starting her own business. So she got out of the corporate world and started her own astrology business. She now works to bring these tools to people in a digestible manner. Kate works with one-on-one -on -one clients with both astrology and feng shui and uh, reads tarot for events and is a co-host of the podcast called Mom and Me Astrology. Yeah, it's a fun podcast. Can you just say how you read Reader before? Can you just say that again? I just want to hear how you said it. I don't have any idea oh, what you're talking okay. about. At the top, you said tarot reader. And I just thought that was really special. It's like tarjay. It's just tarot. <laughs> oh. Yeah, was, Did I? Yeah, you said tarot. And tarot I was like, reader. that is such a beautiful way of saying it. And also a big, a big light. Uh, Brad does not do. I don't think he's ever had a tarot reading. <laughs> I've definitely not had a tarot reading. No. <laughs> I would have stopped you if you'd said tarot. Um, okay, so this is just a really fun conversation. I This was really, I really wanted to have her on talking about this because I find what she does really interesting. I also, it's not like I've, I've, I know other astrologers and I haven't brought them on. I specifically brought her on because I love the way that she and her mom ha look and use astrology. Um, as she mentioned, it's like, it like can be like a therapy thing. Um, 
and uh, and so I just find that to be really cool. Like back during the U.S. election, they had a whole episode on astrology and the election, and so they they use it in an applicable sense as opposed to like a psychic uh, sense, and I think that that's really unique. So one of the yeah. things that I loved, um, and this is this is like super key, is like your signs don't define your behaviors. Um, so I I say this. Um, I'll just keep going with like one of the other things she talked about was like talking about how you're how you shouldn't use your sun sign as an excuse for behaviors um she like she have you ever had those people like oh i'm a virgo so that's just who i am like anytime you say it totally. that's just how i am and then you refer it to your sign that's not how astrology was supposed to be used or is actually used it just just as much as like one of my strengths is woo and I st stayed in a relationship too long because I was trying to win this person over. It doesn't mean like right. I constantly put myself as a doormat because I'm trying to win others over. That would be like I have choice there. I have I know who I I know this about myself and I know that I can do that. So I have to put boundaries in place. And so, well, we I mean, it's the same like we talk about strengths all the time, especially strengths finders. You've heard us talk about that a lot. Every strength has a flip side. Mm -hmm. You oh. can be empathetic and it can be a benefit to you. That same empathy can be an anchor yeah. for you, you yeah. know, on you. And so I think that in the same way, you know, how astrology can define a possible character trait of yours, that character trait doesn't have to be a negative. Right. Well, and also it doesn't just going back to it's not an excuse for poor behavior. Right. Period. Yeah. In the story, you don't get to be like a dick about something and go, it's just my like sun sign. Like I, it's because I'm a yeah, Taurus. I blow up at people. No, you have fire in you, but that doesn't exclude you, excuse you for like blowing up on people just because you're upset. Or you were talking about being a doormat. You know, you don't necessarily like you could be prescribing yourself a negative situation thinking that this is just the way it is because I'm a X, Y, Z, you know, because yeah. I'm a cancer. Well, I know? mean, I lose things all the time. And yes, I am an Aquarius and I put things in different places. That being said, I don't get to every time I lose something of ours go, what's because I'm an Aquarius, deal with it. Like, no. <laughs> right. Some people like you, you, I put things away on purpose so that that are yours anyways. <laughs> you know, so anyways, just to like sum that up, I really love that she brought this up because I really do think a lot of times we can use some qualities about ourselves or characteristics about ourselves that are unbecoming and go, well, that's just who I am based on this sign. And write and, it off and then expect everyone to just be like, okay with it. And guess what? Right. Yo, you still are responsible for the actions that you take. Yeah, totally. You know, uh, one thing, actually, I have a couple things, you know, she said, you asked her, how do people take, perceive you when you explain to them what you do? And she said, people either have two reactions. They are really excited about it or they avoid it because they don't really understand it and they don't know what to do. And we went out to dinner uh, with her and her partner and um, Mike, and I think I avoided it. You know, I, I wasn't like, Oh, you like, did. I was like, I, wait, tell me more. <laughs> yeah. It, well, cause it just kind of glot, glot, like kind of made me glassy eyed where I was like, I don't know what that means. Okay. Moving right along. Right. And um, it was a, you know, uh, you know, that that said, um, with that in mind, it was a, a, an awesome dinner. We had an amazing time and the conversation was fantastic. But what I didn't understand at the time until the interview that you just had was that there is a difference while they go hand in hand. There's a difference between astrology and feng shui. 
Oh, yeah. And I didn't know that. I mean, I just heard of feng shui, too. But, like, I don't actually know anything about feng shui. I just knew that, like, it's a thing. And people, like, you know, My mom where is going to arranged. call you up because my mom was so big on feng shui. She watches us on YouTube. Shout out to mom. And she is going to teach you all the things. And you're going to end up with a crystal somewhere. <laughs> I mean, I'm not opposed to that, but my point <laughs> is I didn't know that there was a difference. I just kind of lumped it all into whatever. I thought, you know, this conversation was still a merge of the two. And I was trying to understand like what's what and what's the other. But um, I was definitely drawn to the actionable steps that are possible with feng shui. Um, I still don't really understand um, all the things with astrology, but I thought, I thought with the idea of like, there's a you know, there's a clear time stamp in space and time when you were born. Okay, no problem. And when you were born, planets and things were in a specific space. And and like they were, they were where they were when you were born. Okay, totally get that. So I thought that was interesting. Uh, but then from there, there wasn't too much like, um, uh, I didn't really understand action steps that could be taken from that. And then the conversation shifted over to feng shui where I did, where there was a lot of actionable steps and I thought, okay, cool. So I was kind of learning about the practicality of feng shui uh, and how you can be setting yourself up for failure without even realizing it simply based on your environment. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I think that- Or you can be setting yourself up for success in that same environment. Yeah. I think like that's the, like there's, and some people might even be doing some feng shui things without even knowing about it because it yeah. doesn't, when you actually look at it, it's it kind of as some of it is a little more common sense. Like I, I wouldn't have known that the the money like that the girl's picture was in the wrong corner, but the girl's has our picture that she talked about. The back is turned towards her, and I'm like right. your your clients are women, and they're not buying from you. Like put that picture away, right? Like yeah, and I think that you know, like like uh, I mean, the most practical application of feng shui from my experience growing up is. You laugh about it, but the lipstick on the mirror in the bathroom in the morning of like, you got this, right? The positive messaging of like, you're a good person and, and like the concept of a mantra, you wake up and you have this thing that you repeat to yourself and you start the day and the day is amazing. And, you know, and I never really thought that there was anything weird about any of that because I understand the story we tell ourselves is how we're going to experience the day. Right. So if I'm willing to embrace that idea, why would I not be willing to embrace these ideas of like the way you've positioned the room can actually have an effect on your mindset? Well, I, and so I love that you brought that up because when you, as you were talking earlier and you're like, I didn't know about this, I, I didn't put it together with the stars. Y'all, you're most many people who might be like a little bit like, I don't know about astrology, I don't know about this feng shui stuff, I don't know about this. But then you go to Machu Picchu or you go to the the pyramids or you go to the temples of temples Cambodia. Temples with us, yeah. How do you think these things got created and exactly where they are? Okay, I think we talked about this um, in, you know, when we were in Cambodia. Some of these temples were built at the exact same time as other things halfway across the world were being built. And like, the only thing you can think is like, well, what was going on at that time? Because there wasn't cell phones. There wasn't email. There wasn't <laughs> someone chartering a boat and like telling people this is what we're building. It's it had to have been what was going on in the stars because they could, you know what I mean? Like there's just these energies things. So I, I know it can sound like triple woo when you talk about energies and stars and all and the feng shui. But some of it just makes a lot of sense. Yeah. 
and I, I thought that there was, I, what, you know, what also I thought was really interesting was she grew up in this environment. Mm -hmm. Her, you know, parents are both um, astrologers mm -hmm. and her, she was fielding phone calls of like, <laughs> you know, my triple moon is over jumping backflips over the rainbows of Mars, you know, like as a 10 year old. And I don't, I don't speak that language, so I don't really understand. And I was kind of making fun of it right there. And, and I hope she doesn't give me too much <laughs> shit for that. But, you know, that's kind of what it sounds like to me. And I'm like, uh, I don't really get it. But I also don't, you know, like when she started to get nerdy about it, she was like, here's the relationship of the planets and the stars and the things and how they affect each other. And then when the, you know, as the earth rotates and we move around the sun and all the stuff and, and the position that we are in that, you know, it, it affects things. And I was like, oh, get it. Got, got that. That's kind of cool. You know, and her psychology degree, uh, when she was looking like at her own life, experiencing her corporate life that she was living, you know, having speaking the language that that she grew up with and then applying the, you know, her knowledge from going to school, you know, allows her a really interesting gap, uh, bridge. Mm -hmm. Like uh, she speaks a language that I could connect with because, mm -hmm. you know, I can relate more to psychology mm -hmm. than I can to astrology. And she is connecting the dots there. And I thought that was really helpful for me, really revealing. Yeah. 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 Well, basically, Kate, we love you and the way that you look at these things because it's approachable yeah. and easily to understand. And that's why I had to have her on. All right, loves. It's super important to me that supplements I take are of the highest quality. And that's why for three years I've been drinking AG1. Unlike many supplement brands, AG1 is constantly searching for how to do things better. At 52 iterations of their formula and counting, their team is always trying to find better ways to source, test, and aim to find the best quality ingredients available. I love this so much, guys, because so many people think I have to get it right the first time, and they have done 52 different iterations. I freaking love that. So many people have asked me if AG1 is actually the real deal. I really do drink it, and trust me, there's a reason why I've been drinking it for so long. Quality for AG1 isn't just a buzzword. It's a commitment backed by expert-led scientific research, high-quality ingredients, industry-leading manufacturing, and rigorous testing. At each step of the process, AG1 goes above and beyond industry standards. I know I can trust what's in every scoop of AG1 because it's tested for 950 contaminants and banned substances while the industry standard typically only tests for 10. Holy moly. I know that like I'm a recovering overachiever over here, but I'm super glad AG1 isn't. Okay, so taking care of my health shouldn't be complicated and AG1 simplifies this by replacing multiple health supplements like multivitamins, digestive aids, immune support, and more in just one simple scoop. It's literally just one scoop. It's one scoop in one bottle of water. It's amazing. AG1's ingredients are heavily researched for efficacy and quality, and I love that every scoop also includes prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes for gut support. Y'all know I've had gut stuff, so that's why I've been doing it for so long. I've partnered with AG1 for so long because they make such a high quality product that I genuinely look forward to drinking every day. So if you want to replace your multivitamin and more, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 and K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first subscription at drinkag1.com slash be it. That's drinkag1.com slash B-E-I-T. Check it out. All right, so finally, let's talk about those be it action items. What bold, executable, intrinsic, or targeted items can we take away from your conversation with Kate Wind? So she had one kind of one be it action. I mean, I really love this because it's 
you should be doing this annually, if not more often. But she says, take a look at your home. What is your home saying? And if your home is an apartment yeah. or. This, this is a little more on the feng shui side than the yeah. astrology side. Yeah. So look at the artwork. Look at the pictures. Are they current? Any dead trees or plants? Anything broken? Remove the dead energy. Clutter. I mean, I'm, a, I'm such a culprit of this where yeah. like things just build up on my desk behind, you know, my Zoom camera. And then all of a sudden I turn around and it's been like a month since I've moved things around on my desk and it's just a pile of stuff, you know? Yeah. And then she, and this is like, also, I thought this was a really actionable thing. She says, take note of where you walk around and curse. Where are you spilling yeah. like four letter words? Because I think sometimes people go, oh, it's fine. No, my plants are fine. Or I actually don't have a lot of things. I'm a very clean, like I have like a clean look or whatever you call that minimalist look. And it's like, okay, but then are you constantly like tripping on a table? Or are you like, are you avoiding, like, do you even sit in your living room? Like what go and and do an inventory around how you use your house. And if it is actually bringing you any joy or like what the energy is, because, yeah. you know, we, we do move things on a lot or because we just, that's how we are. And that's kind of how it, but it's really easy. Like I'm looking over at this like shelfing over here and I don't even know why those things are on there. And if we chose for them to be on there and maybe we should move those things around because maybe like, maybe they belong those are my somewhere decorating else. skills, babe. Yeah. <laughs> I clearly need to take over on that. Uh, but anyways, I, I thought this was really cool. And I'm wondering, Brad, if there's, uh, if there's anything in your spaces that you're wanting to like take a look at. So I'm not going to answer that question. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought I really connected to the idea of dead trees and plants. Mm -hmm. uh, because as you all know, I've been really excited about cactuses. And I never gave a shit about that before. For the first time in my life, like I actually walk around and water them and check on them and make sure that they're, you know, doing well and and like talk to them, which is weird, but I do. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, so the I certainly wouldn't want a, uh, a, you know, if something has died, you don't leave it there. <laughs> Seems pretty straightforward to me, uh, but maybe you do because it's not important to you. But what I think the idea is whether you think it's important to you or not it is affecting you, mm -hmm. right? Whether you realize it or not, it is affecting you, right? And you almost become, I become desensitized to it until there's a boiling point. I I was thinking about this when I was listening to the interview. I remember at my old job, I had a desk and the desk was in a room with other people. And, you know, unsurprisingly, my desk started to get clutter, right? And I didn't, realize it but you know over a period of time it was clutter and clutter and clutter and then i had like an epically bad day like mm -hmm. so bad that i wanted to throw my laptop break things scream yell and all this stuff and i couldn't do any of that but i literally i just took my arms and i just went boom and i swished everything off my desk onto the floor and everyone in the office was like what just happened right and i was because i just needed space i needed you know, ah, all of it was there. And I just, boom. And I just remember throw, basically throwing the stuff against the wall, right? And I don't know why, but it was very relieving for me. It was really weird for everyone else in the room. I created a lot of tension in, in that public outburst that I didn't scream and yell. But suddenly my desk was clean and it allowed me to go like, <sighs> right? Yeah. So I didn't even realize all of that clutter was affecting me, but oh, it was. It's like the having the tabs open on your computer. Same thing. It's the same thing. It's got things running in the background. And so 
I like that. I, um, I'm actually super excited because we're going to be back in time for our new year's day anniversary, yeah. like, and, like, our thing that we have, we try to do every year at new year's. And what I'm hoping happens is we, uh, redo the closets. Yeah. It's a little hard to do every single room in the house in one day, but I believe in us and the closets and the kitchen drawers, I think. So follow up with us, y'all, um, on January second, and ask us how we if, did. How we did on removing, like removing some energies, and also where all, um, because I, I definitely curse in the closet because I can't find things and sure. they're missing. <laughs> sure. And I then I buy them again because I forgot that I already own them or something similar. I'm like, why do I have four hot pink pairs of pants? Oh, because I couldn't find the other three. And I was like, oh, look at these. I don't have that. <laughs> so anyways, I thought this was really special. Let us know how um, this conversation worked for you. What parts of it were intriguing? Which parts were like, oh, that makes me understand. Which parts are like, I'm not into that. I'm happy to hear. Um, and also what you're going to remove or move around in your place. Like, how are you going to do yeah. this? Like, take a picture or show, like share. You want to create a reel, create a reel of you, like changing energy in your house. Yeah, and that's tag, a great idea. Tag and tag us. the be a pod. Tag Kate, she'll love it. Yeah. And also take a listen. If this was really interesting to you, um, because I would love to have her back, but you don't have to wait for that. You can actually go to Mom and Me Astrology and uh listen to their podcast. They have an episode every week, and I find them all very fascinating. So um, anyways, I'm Leslie Logan. And I'm Brad Kroll. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are so grateful that you're here. How are we going to use these tips in your life? And Thank you so much for joining us today. We are so, so grateful to have you here. And so until next time, be it till you see it. Bye for now. That's all I got for this episode of the Be It Till You See It podcast. One thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review and follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, make sure to introduce yourself over at the Be It Pod on Instagram. I would love to know more about you. Share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it. Help us and others be it till you see it. Have an awesome day. Be It Till You See It is a production of As The Crows Fly Media. It's written, produced, filmed, and recorded by your host, Leslie Logan, and me, Brad Kroll. Our associate producer is Amanda Fratarelli. Kevin Perez at Desenio handles all of our audio editing. Our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music. And our branding by designer and artist, Gianfranco Chofi. Special thanks to our designer, Jaira Mandal, for creating all of our visuals, which you can't see because this is a podcast, and our digital producer, Jay Pedroso, for editing all the video each week so you can. And to Angelina Herrico for transcribing each of our episodes so you can find them on our website. And finally, to Meredith Kroll for keeping us all on point and on time.
Hey loves, it's me, Leslie, and I am excited to talk about socks because we need to talk about socks all the time because I love being barefoot. I am not a fan of shoes. You'll rarely see me in shoes. Even when I have people at my house and they're in shoes, I am barefoot or I'm in my toe socks and Tavi Active socks. And the reason is that I've got tile floors and um, they're not so nice to my feet. So I do love a cute sock. And I also only use their socks when I am doing Pilates. I love that they have an amazing sticky gripness to them. It also, when I'm teaching in other people's studios, having those socks on keeps me from slipping around in a studio and really allows me to root where I'm planted. Plus they're freaking cute. Have you seen toe socks and Tavi's socks? I mean, my goodness, they are the cutest styles all the time. The Barbie socks, I can't get enough of. I think I need to buy three pairs. So here's the deal. I want you to get yourself a pair of toe socks or Tavi Active socks and you can go to beapod.com slash toe socks. That's going to take you over to toe socks. Feel free to explore a Tavi and you can use my discount code Leslie, that's L-E-S-L-E-Y, to make sure you save some money on your socks because the reality is, is you should just get the most amazing, cutest socks and also save some money because you listen to this podcast. So make sure you check those out the next time you are looking for some socks to wear in Pilates, yoga, bar, or around your house like I do. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast.